Fitchburg. He's sitting in for. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to episode sixty-three of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy Darius, the artist, and I got a special co-host with me today. Mr. It's still DC. <laughs> <laughs> it's DC, but you know, today had to bring out the curls. Larry Fish Fitchburg is here at um Mr. Fitch. Fitchburg comes out when it's time to talk about some bad behavior. Time to time to have a real conversation about some content creation, man. We're gonna skip we past the intros. I really kind of wanted to get into this topic because I feel like it's a pretty big one and you know, it's always Twitch being the largest content creation platform kind of sets the precedent for a lot of things that happen, whether people like it or not. Um, so I guess we could talk about like what's happened in the past week. So for those of you guys who aren't on Twitch or, you know, check out Twitch either through our podcast or, you know, you might find a content creator you like you like watching over the last several months uh just chatting has kind of exploded with what the twitch community has dubbed it the hot tub meta <laughs> and it just makes me laugh when they when i say that because <laughs> people are get here? people are really creative i'll say that much man um how, how did we get here so this this really turned into a very sensitive and Div dividing topic i guess not only on twitch but seems to be like content creators as a whole were you know we're very passionate about this particular subject even to the point that twitch went out and um they went out and they addressed it on a like a just chatting stream they had where dj week um showed up and he answered questions you know they, they they've been kind of doing these town halls um and I'll, and I'll give them credit for that, you know, because at least they're trying, um, they're not doing a great job to be fair, but at least they're trying to open those lane, those lines of communication between the Twitch community at large and, uh, the powers that be. Um, and I guess, uh, things really kind of hit ahead when, <clears throat> excuse me, a, uh, one of the platform's largest streamers uh her name is amaranth i believe that's how you pronounce it um she's been on the platform for, for quite some time she's had she has a very large following um she usually pulls pretty big numbers when she streams um she was doing a lot of hot tub streams as of late and she posted on twi twitter the other day that twitch uh removed her ad revenue so for those of you guys who don't understand what that means, essentially, let's say she's running ads on her channel. She's not getting paid for running ads on her channel anymore. And for somebody of her size, that's a significant portion of income that she's missing. Um, and she, you know, says that she wasn't told why and that she, you know, contacted the lawyers to make the statement that she made. And you can kind of tell it was written up pretty professionally. Always. Um, and it kind of, you know, caused an uproar. So you fast forward to a few days later. Twitch announced that they have a new directory, um, which is called uh, Beaches, okay. Hot Tubs, <laughs> and something else. I can't, I had it, I just had it in front of me. Um, but they essentially have removed hot, you know, the hot tub streamers and put them in their own directory, essentially, um, for better or for worse. And this is, you know, 
pretty big news. Um, pools, hot tubs, and beaches. That's what it is. I'm sorry. I just seen it. Um, but I guess like, you know, before I kind of get into telling you how I feel about the situation and where I'm coming from with it, cause I'm not angry to be honest with you guys. Um, I didn't want to come on here and just, you know, down with Twitch pitch pitchforks, you know, that, that doesn't get us anywhere. Right. It's never about the pitchfork. It's about, you know, creating it, solutions to a problem. Right. Um, so I guess, you know, um, I guess my, you know, I, I'm going to pass it to you and ask you, you know, someone who is on Twitch just as much as myself, if not more, um, you know, how do you kind of feel about this, uh, this change that Twitch has made, um, as a whole, as far as like hot tub meta and where do you think like this is going to lead Twitch for the future? Um, I'm going to break it down. Um, first I want to say this before I, I answer your question. Pulling someone's source of income without explaining to them was one of my gripes. Okay. Twitch has got to stop doing that. They they have to be more, they have to be better with that, man. Like their communication for them, I don't know if they just get scared of what might happen and they hurry up and they panic and they just do something and feel like, oh, well, we'll explain it later. But I mean, I have to side with the streamer a little bit on this. Just pulling my pulling one of my main sources of income. That's crazy. And not to even explain to them why. So now you don't even know why your content was pulled. You're panicking. And I'm pretty sure she tried to reach out to Twitch, which we all know how that goes. You know, Twitch takes a little while to respond. It takes a little, it takes them a little while to get back. And um, if I was to offer some uh, constructive criticism here, Twitch, you have got to do better in that aspect, man. You got to tighten up. Like, you can't just do stuff like that without a reasonable explanation. Even though you may have had one, you need to communicate that with the person you're doing it to. Okay, now that I got that out of the way, to answer your question, where do I think um, this leads Twitch? Was that the question? Yeah, just like as a whole, do you and this is something that I've seen people bring up as a talking point with this is. I mean, if you guys haven't been on Twitch, uh, if you guys weren't on Twitch before it was Twitch, it was called Justin TV. Um, there was a, a lot of it was you guys think it's the Wild West now in terms of content. It was really just like a free for all um, yeah. for content. And a lot of people feel that Twitch is moving away from gaming in a sense um do you feel like you know twitch is kind of either pivoting or evolving into a all-inclusive platform you know i lost something like youtube or you know like i you know like what do you think is going to happen long term with something like this because this isn't going away just like we were kind of talking about before i think this is a very i think this is a very risky step for twitch either you put your foot down and say it's not going to happen <clears throat> or you do what they did and what they decided to do was create um, their own space for this kind of entertainment. And I believe what that is going to open up basically is people are going to start to experiment 
with different ways of getting their content, their content out there. Mm-hmm. Because right now, everyone is jumping in the content uh, creation space. And I don't want to say people are doing it. Um, I don't want to say they're doing it out of desperation, some of the things that they're doing. But I just think that people are trying to be very creative to make their content stand out, which in terms is going to create uh, different avenues of content and in turn uh, Twitch is going to grow into something more than just um, streaming video games now do I think that's a bad thing uh, not really long as we keep in check what kind of content people are creating um, I'm I'm all for the growth of Twitch being something besides a platform to stream video games I think it's going to be one of those things where Twitch does evolve into something like maybe a YouTube or something like that. And I am, for the most part, I'm okay with that. I really am. I'm okay with that. I just don't need to see things like hot tub streams. I'm not going to lie. That's not my bag. I don't care to see it. That directory will never get a view from me. But the evolution of Twitch, I'm I'm, kind of here for that. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of agree with you on a lot of what you said. You know, I'm I'm never one to say, you know, I, I completely agree with the, the point that, you know, Twitch should not have sexually suggestive content on it on the platform, because to me, that's not Twitch. You know, that's a different kind of a entertainment website. I'm not we gonna already name. have other. Yeah, we already have other spaces for that. Right. I don't feel like Twitch need to do that. And I, you know, honestly, it's really a slippery slope if you look at it the that mm-hmm. just the base level that people are and it's just like i was saying before the podcast you know before we start streaming it's like you know it's not going to go away you know this is just another way for streamers to make money and i and i always want to you know enlighten my fellow peers in this space to say that you should not just rely on one platform for uh you know, earning, earning finances, earning money, because you never know at any moment, you know, in, in relation to the Amara thing, you never know at any moment when it could all go away. Right. Um, And yes, Twitch has been pretty poor about, it's like, it's like, I don't know, you know, it's almost like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with Twitch a lot of the times, whereas they do really great on communicating on some things. And then we get, you know, instances like this where they pull somebody's revenue, um, which from what I understand is a pretty significant number for somebody her size. Um, it's nothing to sneeze as something like six figures is the last time I checked. Um, or oh, yeah, at yeah, it. yeah, yeah. She getting money. Yeah. So. Um, and I just, I don't really understand uh, people's snap reaction to this because, you know, and, and it really kills me because, you know, there's always these two points that I want to address is the, the first one is, Oh man, you know, booby streamers or, or hot tub streamers are stealing all my views. If someone's coming to Twitch to watch someone sitting sitting in a kiddie pool to write <laughs> names on a floaty or write names on themselves for subs, don't you're you're not their target audience. <laughs> you know, like they're not your target audience. 
you know, those you never of, had that viewer to begin. Yeah, with. you were never going to get that viewer to begin with, which. So let's kill that narrative. You know, you never had. <laughs> that's never that was never going to happen for you. I'm sorry to tell you this. Um, yes, I know a lot of people work very, very hard to create the content they do. You know, I do as well, but I, I've never felt the need to say, oh, man, I really wish I didn't have booby streamers on twitch because then i would be a bigger streamer that's just not true that's not how that's not how that works um and the other point i wanted to address is the one that people bring up a lot in relation to stuff like this is the underage children argument um <laughs> i don't feel as though or i have not heard one incident and if you have, please tell me, enlighten me, correct me. I have not heard store. one incident where a kid has gotten in trouble or a streamer has gotten in trouble um, for having someone underage watching some mature content. You know, I've never heard of a, of a single. I mean, obviously, it, you know, if there's some suggestive sexually content going on, a kid should watch it. Of course, they shouldn't be watching that. But that is not up to Twitch to police in that regard you know which is probably why they broke this you know they broke that subsect of streamers and gave them their own directory i mean that and you know if it's true about what advertisers were saying about what they were seeing on the platform then that is an entire other issue um but i just i feel like you know twitch is really just like you know dc was saying twitch is really evolving and turning into something more than just a game streaming platform. I mean, you look at what they were doing last year uh, during the NFL playoffs where they were partnering. The NFL was partnering with Twitch and they had streamers, very large streamers, you know, well-known streamers uh, streaming live football games. You know, Twitch is partnering with the Olympics. Uh, I mean, it's it's nothing surprising to me to see them allow certain kinds of other other kinds of content besides gaming. And if we're being quite honest, I think it's good for streamers to diversify their portfolio of work because, you know, this isn't 20, 2010, 2012, 2014, where that's all you needed to succeed. I mean, even, you know, I myself have been looking at different forms of content that I want to make outside of just gaming because, you know, people are interested in more than just video games. You know, we have a lot of different hobbies here. You know, I know, you know, I do. I know you do. Uh, a lot of our viewers have a lot of different hobbies um, besides just gaming. And I think Twitch is trying to handle this in a nuanced way. Are they doing a great job at it? No. Do they make snap decisions a lot of the times? Yes. You know, but and I and I honestly feel like a lot of other websites like what's going to happen when and I do say when it happens on Facebook gaming. YouTube, well, you know, and I can't really say YouTube live because they have like pretty much like a zero tolerance for this kind of stuff um, to some degree. Right. But what are you going to do then? What are streamers going to do then? What is the, the larger content creator creator community going to do then when those platforms start having these kind of uh, content creators on their platform? Are you guys going to just be outraged or are you going to, you know, what I mean, you're just going to be mad. Oh, they're stealing my viewers. They're stealing my viewers. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. 
like I, you know, and, and like I said, I didn't want to get on here and just bash Twitch because, you know, I disagree with some of the things that they've done, not only in the past, but in this instance as well. Um, you tastefully disagree. Right. I, I, uh, I want people to understand that, that because I know a lot of people walk on eggshells because we all um, stream on Twitch. Yeah. But there's a tactful way that you can get your point across and uh, has some critiques on the platform that you are on. Um, that's what's going to make it better for everyone. That's what's going to make it a better place. Like you don't have to sit back in fear of saying something like something's going to happen to you. Um, there's no. a lot of things that I disagree with um, the things that Twitch do. And I am personally hard on them because I want them to do better. Yeah. It's not, it, it doesn't come from a place of malice. It doesn't come from a place of, I want Twitch to burn. No, it's like, come on, man. Y'all like got this, this, this machine that's like at 80% and we can get it to a hundred. But it's like you said, they take two steps forward, two steps back. So they do, man. We're and just it's, here to give uh, just good critiques, good critiques, man. And it's, it's honestly really disappointing. Um, Cause I mean, you know, for those of you guys who've who've been around here for a while, you know, you know, I myself personally have been on three different platforms, um, with different guidelines, with different ways that they communicate with their communities, with different ways that they handle, you know, just their business on their platforms, and you know, for as much crap as we give Twitch, there's a reason why they're on top and they continue to be on top, um, because quite frankly, I mean, a lot of other platforms aren't where Twitch is in terms of not only features and accessibility, but uh, just just the platform as a whole is the branding of Twitch. You know, everyone knows Twitch and it's becoming, even after the pandemic, it's becoming more and more apparent. And, mm -hmm. you know, with that, you get more sets of eyes from other industries, uh, larger companies starting to make, you know, wanting to make a play in the gaming and content creation space. I mean, you like I said, guys, if you guys just look at where business is going for content creation it's it's growing adjacent to gaming it's not just just gaming just one pillar holding up content creation anymore um and i really think that twitch is trying to pivot into a i don't want to say like multimedia because you know but like something other than just gaming which is good and i think that part of it is good you know i mean you look at it you know and i'll we can talk about something that they did right and this is something that actually meant a lot to me as a person of color streamer you know they announced that they're introducing 350 new community tags to use on your channel and one of those what the one of those included tags were for black content creators and i think that's amazing um as well as ones for transgender streamers and content creators you know, in this instance here, I which think they've been asking for forever, which is something people have been asking for for literally years at this point, um, fighting for it hard, you know, and I and I'm glad that Twitch, you know, it took them long enough. Right. You know, but I'm glad that they finally are giving people other ways to be, dis you know, they're, they're trying to help filter discoverability even more, which is awesome to see. I mean, because I don't think people really look at what this type of system does it does more than just than just bring a, the average viewer to your channel like let's say if i was a community manager for a large company and i wanted to target a specific 
uh, group of streamers. Like if I wanted to promote some stuff with transgender streamers and I wanted to reach out to some, I could just type that tag in and, you know, go through some streams and see who might fit that brand or who might fit that work. Um, so exactly. I think, I think it's a really, really good thing that they're doing with this. And I mean, you know, we have a long way to go with Twitch and I, I really, really hope that, and I, and I feel like I say this every time we talk about Twitch and I get tired of saying it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like a broken record. Like I, I, I hope that they continue to learn from these things. I mean, they're having another open town hall on the 26th of May at like 9.30 Pacific Standard Time. So I'm whatever participate time. participate in that one. I wish I could. If I wasn't at work, I definitely wanted to be a part of that. But, um, you know, if you guys are as passionate about this platform or just content creation in general and the fair treatment of streamers, um, tune in, ask questions, be a voice. Don't just be noise in the crowd. Yeah, you know, we have to we definitely have to um, put in into what we are a part of. Like, that's why I said I, I'm, I'm going to from now on, I'm going to make it uh, a thing of mine. I'm going to make it a definite thing of mine to participate in these uh, discussions and voice my concerns because it's only going to get better if we all start to communicate. And it, it, it seems like there's a, a passing of the guard at Twitch. It seems like they're, they're getting people in there who kind of understand and then it's like it seemed like they're trying to grow. They just keep making these missteps. So um, we definitely have to do our part and let them know that, hey, man, this is what we need. This was this is what would make the community better and so forth and so on. So, yeah, you know, definitely participate. I, I honestly I honestly feel as though. They need more streamer involvement in their platform i mean because you remember the twitch council like what happened to that like was i was about to say weren't like, they supposed to be the bridge between just a fancy name badge like <laughs> or do they actually because i i i watch uh quite a few of them stream like mm -hmm. what are they um switch ambassadors or something that their tag say uh no there's like, like an that. actual they they were there was a select group of streamers twitch council because i know uh was it just a fancy name tag? Like, what happened? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because I, and I just, I don't understand it, man. Like, I, I really wish that. And I feel like this is going to continue to happen where, you know, you essentially look at, you know, if you guys, we, we could talk about the business of streaming. You know, streamers are essentially like independent contractors for Twitch. Um, you know, if you read that partnership agreement, you're essentially a, a independent contractor. Um, and for those of you guys who aren't familiar with how that works, you kind of look at yourself like a freelancer for Twitch. You're like, Hey, right. we, we see that you're bringing value to our platform, whether that's monetarily viewership numbers, you know, you got a really dope stellar community, yada, yada, yada. You know, they have a list of things like a job application. Hey, you need to hit 75 viewers at least a month. You need this. You need to stream this many times a month. They want to know that they're investing in the right type of person. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. You know, that Twitch at the end of the day is a brand and it's a business. 
And, you know, I, I know a lot of times people feel like, you know, larger streamers get better treatment. In some cases, that's true. You, I mean, you look at somebody like Nick Merckx, who consistently pulls 30, 40, 50,000 viewers, no matter what he's playing. You know, he's bringing, you know, whether you agree with his content or hate his content or love his content, you know, there's some there's value he's bringing to not only this platform, but to his brand as well. And they recognize that. And, you know, I think, you know, people who want to do this as a career, if you're just somebody who just loves to stream just to do it, more power to you, man. I'm glad you're here. Don't stop doing what you're doing because you love it. But if you're somebody who wants to turn this into a career, realize that you are a brand and that Twitch is looking at you at all times. No matter how big or how small you, should you are. You always look at yourself like that. Mm -hmm. No matter um, how, yeah, like you just said, no matter how big or small that you are, um, the first thing you need to really, really do is take what you're doing seriously. And what I mean by that is, you are your brand. Mm -hmm. So whatever you put out there, if you, let's just say, maybe you're a little bit on the negative side, you know, is what you put out there is what you're going to draw. You're going to draw that same, you may get that kind of crowd, but you got to always look at yourself as a business at the end of the, cause I know it's, it's all glamorous, right? It's like, Oh, I get to play video games and people watch me, but once you get past all that and you you start to realize that, yo, especially once you get partnered, it, it really becomes a business. That's day one. It's not you didn't make it. You just you got to the starting line mm -hmm. like you, you... and read the paperwork because <laughs> a lot of people get on Twitter and you see I see it all the time. They mm -hmm. got the little, oh, my God, I'm crying. Oh, I'm shaking. I just made partner. And then after that, you just get back to work. And it's like, no, you need to really understand the ramifications and the deeper meaning of becoming a Twitch partner, because they're looking at you as basically a source of revenue yes. at the end of the day. Yes, they are. They're looking at you because they need you to get viewers, because guess what? Viewers come through Twitch their platform and guess what they're pumping out they're pumping out ads so your viewers are going to watch their ads and it's it's a big business at the end of the day like we gotta i know it's fun i know it's fun to do all the cool little nifty things but if we could teach anyone anything just start looking at the business aspect of it and Bigger take picture. care of the business and everything else will fall into place have fun, but make sure you're taking care of your business and understand the things that's going on with Twitch and basically what are they expecting? Yeah, man, that's that's why I encourage people to get involved. I mean, you know, I just like DC was saying, you know, I need to get more involved in stuff from not only just Twitch, but, you know, just as a content creator in general, because. You know, how many times have we all worked a job where you go to work one day and all of a sudden you get that memo from up high that, hey, we're changing how to, you know, the way we do this, that and the third. And, you know, mm. You... Mm. <laughs> no communication, no forewarning. <laughs> Speak to, them. you know, like we've all worked a job like that, like where mm. something changes at the drop of a hat. I mean, and I'm not saying it's yeah. right by any means, but once again, 
you know, just educate yourself on the industry you want to be a part of because it's growing at an exponential rate every year. Like it's not slowing down and it hasn't slowed down in, in 10 years, like, it, you, which is crazy. You can't rely on other people to care about your well-being because at the end of the day, it's a business. Twitch could change something at the drop of a hat that mm -hmm. will affect every partner person ever. And you think that they're going to sit sit there and be like, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm so no, it's business. But if you involve yourself in the business and be more in the know, then you can prepare yourself better for if something crazy happens. Like in Twitch, like I said before, Twitch, is, I don't let them off the hook because they do need to communicate better yeah. with their the, the people that they partner with with everyone who uses the app, like there needs to be a better, maybe they need to create a new department, something, I don't know. It has to be better communication because sometimes I really just feel like Twitch wings a lot of certain situations. I just agree winging it sometimes. So. I just, you know, and, and you know, you look at, look at a platform like Mixer. Ooh, excuse me. Um, where streamers found out like two, three days before the platform was closing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not laughing at the streamers. I'm just laughing at the irony of the situation where you had a lot of really dope, awesome streamers on a platform that got thrown out on their butts. Basically and, turned into nomads. Yeah, you got turned, you know, and some have found we success on other platforms, but others haven't. And you know, I, I almost feel like there need, you know, and I've heard people talk of like a streamer union, content creator union before. Um, I I really think something like that or some sort of protections need to be in place to protect streamers like, you know, the, like the Amaranth of the world who just wake up one day and their ad revenue is gone or they, you know, pull a doctor disrespect and just like, hey, you don't you can't stream here anymore. Bye. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, you're, I know, I know that's a burnt out topic, but I mean, it's crazy because to this day, I'm I'm convinced. And the funniest some thing about it is magic on, involved or something. Is only the funny thing about it is, you know, he went to YouTube, and I feel like his content has kind of toned down a little bit. He can't be that flamboyant because, like you said, YouTube play by a whole different set of rules. Mm -hmm. They have much stricter guidelines. Um, yeah, much much stricter. Um, and he, Man. his content suffer. I mean, he's still, from what I understand, he's still doing fine over there, but nothing nearly like what he was when he was here on Twitch. Not his peak Twitch days. He, no. Man, he doing good for himself, but I don't think he's ever going to recover that, that, that success that he had over here. And I mean, more power to him, as long as he didn't do nothing creepy that I, that's against my morals. Jury's I mean, still out, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't want to talk too much about him, because I'm like, I don't want this to come back and bite me in the butt. We find out later he did some despicable shit. We do not condone any future acts that may be revealed. Super Weapon Podcast does not condone any actions if they are of the heinous variety of Dr. Disrespect. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if he did something heinous, hey, we don't mess with it. Not right? not even a little bit. <sighs> now, if it was a little kerfluffle, okay, you know, maybe he slapped somebody on the back of the head. We don't condone violence, but, you know, 
it is what it is. But if it's just something bad, hey, doc, get it. Hey, hey. shame on you, sir. You know, I just, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I, I really feel like, I mean, because I've seen some civil people online talking about uh, the, the latest happenings at Twitch and some not so civil. I just, if you're one of those people, you know, and, and I understand where people are coming from. I mean, I've been watching content, people stream and stuff for like 11 years at this point since Twitch has been around. Um, and it's been through a lot of changes. Twitch has changed so much over the last decade and it's going to keep changing. I mean, it's only, it's only been around 10, 12 years at this point. Like, you know, we still have a lot, uh, a lot, a long way to go before Twitch reaches its final form, whatever that looks like. And I just, you know, if this, if this helps somebody or, or at least makes you aware to start paying attention to things that are going on, please do speak up man don't just be like i said don't just be noise in the crowd like be a voice out here man don't don't just follow the herd and just yeah just... make your environment better man we i think just just participate and because i think uh content creation is we still in the beginning right i feel like we're still in the in the in the first quarter of this content creation business and i feel like we gotta we gotta set the foundation right. Like now is the time to make sure the groundwork is perfect for whoever come after us or whatever we're gonna participate in in the future. Because I follow a lot of streamers. I, I follow like a lot of news concerning streamers, and I notice patterns: some good, some bad, and. I speak to people, I go out of my way to try to talk to people and just genuinely try to help people. I'm not helping you because, hey, I want you to come check out the pod or anything like that. It's a a, a, a family almost like, you know, we don't want to take it to the diesel because Anderson already ruined that. <laughs> essentially, I want to look at it like, yeah, we kind of like this big family creating a new space for people to enjoy themselves, uh, make a living, and do a lot of cool things. So sometimes I really do take this um, to heart. Like, hey, I feel like you should do this or you can do that. And we have a lot of critiques and we, we I talk amongst the community on Twitter and Reddit. And, you know, for the most part, it's, it's good communication. So if we all just focus up and try to do the best for the community, I think in the long run, we'll be okay. So we just got to keep pushing. Just do better, Twitch. Everybody, us, we all got to do better, man. And sorry that turned into like a long rant, but the, these conversations typically happen this way, I've noticed, especially for us where we just get on here and start talking. Um, yeah, but... I think it's good for the community, though. I think sometimes you have to have these talks and, you know, I think is I, th I think they're good talks. I think they're meaningful talks, and hopefully, whoever's listening, who's a part of this community, could get something from it. Oh yeah, man! And I'm just going to tell y'all now, I'm gonna be rocking that black tag till the day I die, baby. You know, we here Ooh. now. <laughs> I'm gonna we, rock we it finally out. here. Streaming. I'm just gonna wear a black shirt. <laughs> we made it, chat. <laughs> We finally got we, it. We here now. You know what I mean? Like I just, 
I don't know, man. Like I, I really hope things continue to, to get better. Um, I'm curious to see what the other tags are. I know I saw one that was, uh, military veterans, which is cool. Um, and a couple other, a couple other good ones. We'll, I guess we'll get the final list next week when they have that town hall meeting on the 26th, the 26th of May guys be there. Um, I'm going to keep saying it. I have to be at work. So be there for me. And we can watch it afterwards too. Maybe we'll do a little oh, side pod. Who knows? We could talk about it. And that's a great idea. I'm going to start reaching out to Twitch. Um, just to see if we can we can do some things, man. Restream Make some, it or something, yeah. Yeah, do some things. Uh, we can't, you know, you can't complain about something if you're not trying to be an active solution to the problem. That's how I feel. Complaining and just complaining, you know, that's pointless. Like if you're gonna have these critiques and stuff, hey, let's be a part of it. Let's let's try to make things better. Man, don't be a whiner, chat. You guys are better than that. Oh mm-hmm. man, um. Yeah, that was a bit, man. Uh, wow, we've actually passed a lot of time just now. How long? I, uh, oh, I think we're, if we take away the 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, the 15 minutes of air? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're kind of sitting at, I want to say about 40 minutes, 35 or 40 minutes. Um, oh. That was a big, I mean, that was a big piece of, big piece of talk. Yeah. Hey chat, we try to keep it to an hour because I feel like the hour is just that sweet spot, man. It's it it gives you enough to listen to. It doesn't wear you out, you know what I'm saying? Right. It gives you that that sweet little spot. And then when it comes to editing, it's just lovely. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. To I think editing. I think our podcasts are, are pretty good. I honestly have trouble listening to any that are longer than that to become or I'll have to listen to it in parts. That's what I was about to say, because there's some podcasts I listen to and they be like four hours and I will break it down for four days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. No matter how good your podcast is, I can't listen to you for four hours. I just can't. Oh, yeah, and y'all man. doing good out there, man. And I love the space that we in. I love it. I love it. I love it. I listen to so many podcasts. I get so many ideas. And we are here, man. We are on episode 63. That's pretty crazy. Closing in to the hundreds. We will make it to a hundred and we'll make it with you. Nah, man. And we're going to keep going too. Like, who knows what happens after a hundred. Until my hard drive gets full, right? Maybe, maybe the, this is, maybe super weapon finally gets constructed and it explodes. We don't know, guys. You guys have to stick with us to find out what happens after episode 100. Right. <laughs> so, are we going to talk about Biomutant? We can I, squeeze that in. I guess real we quick? can. Yeah. I guess we can talk about that. Um, And the angry mob that has been uh sony i don't even want to say fanboys i hate that i, I feel like it's degrading the are they here <laughs> sony been attacking Fans. me you know what no i'm sick of it sony been attacking me all week <laughs> all right bz uh, get your people okay i'm sick of this. i just you know man when people when people talk about resolution, so okay, so for the for those of you guys that don't know, what we're talking about Biomutant is a game that's coming out on the twenty fifth. It's been in development for quite a few years, um, and so they came out with a video showing like different resolutions on different consoles, and the PS five version is not running above ten eighty p sixty, and of what? course, but uh, no, actually it's upscaled it's 1080p upscaled to 4k which is not true 4k um the average person won't care won't even realize what that is um but to a 
somebody a little bit more ingrained in the gaming and stuff that means a lot to them because the xbox series x version is reportedly running at native 4k 60. and what? of course the internet blew the f up they but lost wait, their mind add content to that because the game before that returnal did the same thing now didn't it yeah returnal is from okay so for what i understand Returnal's choice to run at 1080p 60 was a development choice. Uh, while Biomutant developers, I, I believe THQ Nordic, uh, their their response to it was they were worried about the stability of the game. And <gasps> I'll say this much, right? Like we knew before these consoles came out, before they released, you know, on paper, the Xbox Series X was the more powerful console. That was already public knowledge. You don't say. This is something that people have known about for, I want to say, a year now at this point when they released the specs. And back then, people were like, oh, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Xbox doesn't have games. Xbox doesn't have games. Um, but now that we're starting to see the pendulum and, you know, the pendulum starting to swing in the other direction where i mean everything happens in cycles guys chaos is a ladder you know when the ps4 and xbox one came out the playstation 4 is a more powerful console and you know that was a big talking point and i think that's going to continue to be a big talking point and honestly i think it comes down to developer engines and their just their individual work processes because i believe there was another game that doesn't run as well on Series X as it does on PlayStation. I'm not sure what that is. I could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure there was a game that came out recently. But my whole thing is, <laughs> it's just, this just it just bothers me that people make this into an issue, bro. Like, I, what do you, how do you feel about it? Is, is this going to affect your purchase decision of the game? Are you looking into Bob Mutant Nice? Are you do you care at all about this news? Like, where do you kind of land on this particular subject? <laughs> He's throwing thumbs up for those of you who okay, are listening so, to the audio version. First of all, <laughs> first of all, you know, you know, the truth isn't fun. Let's play in chaos. All right. I'd rather wallow in chaos right now. And anything <laughs> that anything that mess with my beloved nemesis, the Sony pony. I'm here for it, okay? <laughs> All right? I, I love when they attack me. And, you know, me being a Xbox ambassador in training, right? I, I love the smoke. <laughs> I welcome a la smoke. But now let's, you know, have my laugh. But let's, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Like you said, the average person, are they really going to pay attention to this? Probably not. But... To us people, to the people who's well ingrained into this culture, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't really, like like you said, this was a fact that we knew going into this. We knew that the Xbox was the more powerful system. So when stuff like this happened, I just feel like people, sometimes we just want a reason to be mad. We want a reason, and when people uh, champion uh, champion a system, a console, they especially PlayStation folks. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there. They tend to expect perfection, just from what I see. They they want 
their console to be on top. They wanted to have the most powerful graphics, the better games. They want the PlayStation to just be just 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 god tier machine. And I'm like the the things that I read online didn't even make sense. It was just people literally being mad and bringing up old stuff like, oh well, remember when the Xbox was this and that? And it's just like, dog. You know, we we already knew that we knew that the games coming out on the new Xbox were going to perform a tad bit better, but we don't have games, so we shouldn't be worried, right? That I mean, that's that's the <laughs> isn't that when, the whole thing that everyone's saying? Like, oh, well, they don't have games, but then y'all want our game, the games that we do have, what they can't be better than the PlayStation, yeah, games? and it's crazy. Like, people are you know, I've seen people attacking the developers, which is never okay. Do That's not cool, go on Twitter to shit talk or to 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 harass people who make the games that you play and buy. Don't do it. If I find out you're doing it, and you're a friend of mine. We're going to have a conversation off of this podcast. I can't tell you what's going to happen because I can legally get in trouble. But damn it, guys, like, please I can make fisties. <laughs> please stop attacking developers, man. Like this game, I'm I'm super excited to play this game. And wait, wait, wait. not to cut you off. No, you're good. Imagine this. What if they would have pushed it to 4K? Then the game would have came out with a shitload of problems. Then what? Then Y'all would have been like, oh man, it was, oh, Bobby so they can't sucks, win, bro. For, so basically, they can't win for losing, right? It, it just blows and my mind. Then you're attacking man. them, then you're attacking them on top of this. So it's just like, be a fan of your system, not not debating that. Be a fan of your system. I love the console wars, it's all fun and games to me. It's, I don't take this serious, I'm just up here having fun with it, but. Don't be one of them dark, dank, dirty little turtles, all right? Don't be on Twitter, you know, like the artist said, popping off at the developers and stuff. That's not cool. Because, yeah, this is what they were talking about. Um, I think we were talking a couple of weeks ago when a lot of the developers and stuff wanted to, to turn off their Reddits and stuff because they was like, it's not constructive criticism if I you just come them. here attacking people. Oh, I, I want to punch your face in. Like what do you really like would you really do you know you, know? you get in trouble for that like that's a threat like you can't i just man and and i know it's not all all sony or you know playstation 5 fans i know it's not everybody but it's the loud minority that that the loud minority in situation. needs to shut up let's have fun with this let's not be dirty turtles that's my new word. <laughs> dirty turtle. Dirty little turtle. <laughs> just have a Stop turtle it. like coming out of the bottom of the overlay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm gonna create that in Illustrator. That's funny, dirty man. little turtle. <laughs> like guys, just just let's just be better, man. Like I'm I'm excited to play the game. And you know, for the record, I'm I already have it pre-ordered on PC. I'm just waiting till I can preload it. So I'm not playing it on consoles. I don't care. About, Are we streaming this? Oh, 100%. 1,000%. Okay. I'm a thousand percent. I'll be there. Man. I'll be there to check it out because I'm curious. I'm not completely sold on the game already, but, you know, yeah. I'm open to check it out and see, you know. So, I mean, guys, if you were interested in playing and you have a PlayStation 5, man, honestly, for me, I think the more important thing is that it's running at 60 frames rather than 30. You're not going to really notice it when it's upscaled to 4K. 
um the playstation you know most the the current gen i can't even say next gen the current gen consoles handle that fairly well from what i understand and let's just be happy we have games that are starting to come out because we've been in a draw spell let's just be honest here guys it hasn't really been oh god my disappointment is you know the dry season has been pretty i mean honestly for me since like january you know since december since the the nexus point that we went on this path into the 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 dark future that we're in because of cyberpunk is what i'm calling it you know i haven't been excited to play anything since then you know this game looks really nice i you know i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna play it and if i like it i'm gonna keep playing it if i don't i'm gonna stop playing it it's just that it's just that simple don't attack developers do not for the love of whatever god you believe in attack <laughs> developers please yeah man they already get enough developers get a lot of shit as it is man a lot deadlines crunches they deal with so much man I... they do so much to give us a product that we should enjoy for the most part mm -hmm. sure they're bad games sure i'm not denying that but Nope. There's so many good games out here, man. If you got a bad game, go get a good one. Nobody sets out to make a bad game, guys. I promise you. That doesn't make No any... one sits in a room. <laughs> Not even Duke Nukem. No one sits <laughs> in a room and say, we are about to create the biggest catastrophe the world has ever seen. No. Okay? Please just enjoy the games while we can, man. That's all I got to say, guys. I'm not going to talk your ear off about it. It was just right, something right, unfortunate right. Um, that I saw. Not surprising, but unfortunate. And just be better, guys. We're all better than that, man. And I hope we continue to rise above the, the hatred and toxicity as... <laughs> oh, gosh, man. Sorry. You know you guys love these evening uh, podcasts, man. Evening pods are the best, man. The day <laughs> has already kind of worn me thin. Right? <laughs> Stupid. Uh man, I can't wait to hear it, Anderson. We're actually about to wrap up anyway, anyway, man. Um thank you guys for hanging out today, man. Uh appreciate you guys coming and tuning in. Uh like I said, we usually stream the pod at noon. Um, but your boy went to go get a tattoo today. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I went with my girlfriend to get a tattoo and we had a great time today. Ooh, um, produce. What's up, produce? Producer. Executive producer. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, man. You you guys are amazing, man. And, uh, you know, just like I was telling the guys last night on stream, man, I appreciate you guys coming here to listen to the podcast, uh, to take the time out of your day, even if it's only five minutes at a time. Thank you guys for giving us the chance to brighten your day a little bit. If you guys found this podcast anyway, entertaining, fun, useful information, share it with somebody that you know, man. That's all I ask. Please leave us a nice review on all social media platforms that's definitely going to help people find us a like would do you know if you want if you want to if you're feeling passionate enough to write us a review i encourage it as well but either way i thank you guys you know for these 63 episodes of fun that we have and will continue to have around here hang around because we're going to be playing some gears fours gears for community horde day and mm -hmm. that's going to be a riz app you guys can find me on twitch.tv slash there's the artist on uh oh, i had a blank youtube.com slash there's the artist 
and that in Twitter, uh, Darius on YouTube. Uh, where can you review it? We're on uh, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. Any of those uh, places, if you want to drop us a review or a like, like I say, it was much appreciated, man. Thank you for asking, Brick. Uh, you're a legend. DC, where can the good people find you? Hey, guys, you already know where you can find me at Twitch and IG. Uh, I said Twitch, Twitter, <laughs> underscore 1LDC, underscore for both of those. And I want to take a quick minute to... Um, I want to tell a quick story. I'll keep it under five. I'll keep it as short as I can. But I feel like um, it's important just to say this. I definitely want to give a shout out to my guy over there on Twitter, Hannibal Royce. Good dude, man. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I wrote something on Twitter jokingly. But this is why you have to be very careful about what you put out there. Because people who know my personality know I like to joke a lot. But if I went and looked back at the tweet and I was like, oh, I can see how this can be misconstrued as something else. But it sounded really dark. Basically, the tweet sounded really dark. But my man, Hannibal Royce, came through. He hit me up. I just met this guy maybe, I don't know, maybe like a month ago on Twitter. We were talking about some things concerning video games. But the point is, he hit me up and was like, hey, dude, are you okay? Because the, the tweet is real cryptic that you sent out. I know what tweets you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and I had to go back and write in a tweet. Hey, guys, I was joking. Like, you know what I'm saying? So just be mindful of what you put out on the internet. Um, I want to give a shout out to Hannibal Royce for checking in on me. Shout, I explained shout to, out him, to him. I was guy. like, hey, guys, I was at work dealing with some customers, some really disgruntled customers. And it was one of those things where I was just like, I, don't, I feel like people don't understand me. And he reached out and was like, you good? You straight? You can talk to me. I know we don't know each other, blah, blah, blah. And people like that is what makes this community dope. So I just want to give him a shout out. I just wanted to say that real quick. Just be mindful what you put on the internet. And that's all I have. I don't have any shout outs. Thanks, BZ, for shouting us out to your community. Really, thank really you, appreciate you, thank that. Because you, you. you don't have to do that, man. But he did, and we appreciate it. Darius, go ahead and take us away, brother. Awesome, Kept it awesome, five, man. I think, right? Yeah, good. Hey, man, that was a beautiful story, man. Check on your friends, guys. Please, please check on the people you love and even the ones yes. you don't, man. Um, yes. But thank you guys for hanging out, man. That's going to be the end of the audio version, guys. And if you're in the chat, hang around because we're going to play some video games. Peace. See you next week. Peace.